Welcome to Enneagram Plus Yoga, a podcast for the body, heart, and mind. We're so excited because we have with us today Lo Clifford. Lo has completed her certification as a yoga teacher and has 500 hours of study in that. She's also an Enneagram 2, and she is a mentor, a poet, and a full-time seeker of living and sharing from her inner truth. And after practicing and studying for 10 years, she created her business, Unusually Free, to inspire others to find their unique path to freedom through yoga, writing, self-inquiry, and mentorship. I really, really think that you're going to be enriched by her wisdom and her honesty and her self-awareness. We're just so grateful that she shared this time with us, and I know it's going to be a blessing to you as well. Thanks for listening and joining us, and let's get to it. All right, you all, we are here with beautiful Lauren. We call her Lo. Is that okay, Lo? Of course. We are so (laughs) excited to have you here with us, and this is not um, really prompted. We weren't, um, we weren't prepped for this, but I want to, um, start with this. So you just said, and I don't want to get emotional. You just said Uh how excited you are about coming on to speak with us. And so excited. We, I feel like the honor is ours and Uh we are so blessed and excited and grateful for you to, um, to be here and you have shared something with us uh one of your goals so could you tell that to our listeners yes of course so i was just in my feels and i was just sharing how this is part of like my dream wish list right now like at the beginning of the year i had made an intention to be a part of a podcast and even more so being a part of a podcast with people who really inspire me and who know me and who I respect and it was just a couple months ago where Kat and I ran into each other at Southern Soul and you're like you're back from Mexico and then like literally like two seconds later you're like do you want to be on a podcast and it was just like literally like that just little phrase just like filled me up because without her knowing it was an intention I set and I hope that um it could actually happen this year and here we are a couple weeks before the end of the year and we made it happen so it's really meaningful and um really really special to be here so thank you and then what Krista what did you say when you heard that so our (laughs) listeners well the funny thing was we had met earlier Mm -hmm. on in the year and we had set an intention that we were going to ask Lo to come be on the podcast sometime during Mm -hmm. the year so Mm -hmm. when you put that wish and that intention Mm -hmm. out into the universe verse. <laughs> we also were meditating on that. So that synchronicity was there. And, um, and, and I, I just want to share that you became a little bit of emotional when you shared that before. And, and I, and I felt that and I felt, well, this is somebody in the heart center mm-hmm. and Enneagram too, because we do, we go to that heart space quickly. Mm-hmm. And I love that about you. I see your heart space, um, just show up when I am on Instagram and read your poetry and it, it really is blessing a lot of people. So thank you for um, your vulnerability. You're very, you're very vulnerable, and you're very wise to be so young. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I'm enriched by it, and I'm inspired by it, as I said earlier. So thank, thank you, you. So much. thank you for putting yourself out there. Thank yeah. you. So I wish much. I'd known how to do that when I was as young as I she know. is. 
I know. I agree. And the mm-hmm. episodes of our interview, we're wrapping this year, 2022, literally with a bow yes. with all of the episodes that are conversations with you. So it, it could not have been just worked out better. Yeah, it really couldn't. I'm so grateful to be here. Oh, thank you. Well, thank let's you. chat a little bit. So, Lo, I know you through yoga. I got to know yes. you through yoga. I know you were a teacher. Yes. And I've taken your class. Absolutely love them. Love. You have most unique, sweetest energy about you. Oh, thank so, you. So, I was hoping that you could tell our listeners that um, about how you found yoga, sure. what prompted you to become a teacher, not just a student, sure. and talk to us a little bit about the style of yoga that you teach and practice. Okay, so um, what was the first word? <laughs> <laughs> how did you find yoga? Okay, perfect. We might have to take one question at a time over here. <laughs> yeah. um, lots of thoughts. Okay, so how did I find yoga? So it was very interesting. Um, when I was a freshman in college, um, I found more of like the spiritual route first, which as you start really learning about yoga, you realize it is more than asana, right? You realize it is more than poses. So I was like 19 years old. Like, I don't know if y'all know what Hay House is, but Louise Hayes, um, Louise Hayes, she runs, she used to run the company, but it's like all like Deepak Chopra, Wayne Dyer, Gabriel Bernstein, mm. like people we love. All mm-hmm. of those people are Hay House authors and mm. they would do like talks and like almost their own kind of podcasts and I would read all their books, listen to all their seminars when I was like 19 and 20 because I was just trying to like figure it out, you know. I knew there was more and um, one of the books just landed in my lap one day um, through a family friend and it started my journey and so i was at a pretty young age i would say um doing like deepak chopra's 21 day meditation challenges and like my sunday would be like waking up and watching super soul sunday with oprah and listening to all these talks Mm -hmm. and so i started on more of that's why i say more like the spiritual side Mm -hmm. and then um i started to just learn youtube yoga Mm -hmm. literally i just Googled it one day or YouTubed it one day and um, started to just practice in the coziness and comfort of my four walls. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's what started my journey. And it wasn't actually until about five years ago I stepped foot into a studio, Mm -hmm. which is crazy. Mm -hmm. Um, And so the journey began at home with myself Mm -hmm. and learning how to do all the things just through the online ether. Um, And then I had a point in my life where I had been living in Atlanta, Georgia, had the big city, like corporate life and big job. And what were you doing? So I was actually in PR, so public relations and marketing. So it was still like a little bit of like the creative side of me because it was communications through writing. And so I always was a writer first um, before everything. And so that was what kind of like got me in there. Also, I was actually an art major pre all of this but um the art program at the school is that just wasn't really um aligned with what i really wanted and so my friend she goes well public relations is creative so long story short that's how i ended up there um so i was in working for a really big agency working crazy hours multiple accounts and um i ended up getting really burnt out and uh there were definitely 
small signs of the burnout coming, but it just hit me really hard at once to where I ended up um, in the Piedmont Hospital ER one day and my mom had to come down and check on me and started with physical manifestations, which it tends to do for a lot of people. And then through multiple um, weeks of trying to figure out what is wrong with me, it turned out I was physically perfectly healthy, but mentally I was just slowly going towards um, anxiety and burnout and overwhelm and stress and depression, panic attack disorder and all the things. Mm -hmm. So I ended up taking a whole year off of work um, because I physically could not work and I mentally could not work. And I moved back home um, to North Georgia, Mm -hmm. which is where we are in relation to Chattanooga, like 30 minutes outside of Chattanooga. and I just actually had to have like a whole year of just healing. Mm -hmm. And while I was on that path of, okay, I need to pull myself back. I need to give myself permission to not do all the things that Mm -hmm. are the shoulds in life. I have to be, I was 27 going on to 28, um, where a lot of times those are the peak years of like, Mm -hmm. oh, you have the great career, stay. Oh, you have the beautiful, a condo in Atlanta stay oh you have the relationship you need to stay like you're on the right track of what you're supposed to quote unquote do um and I had to relearn um from the ground up from stripping away all these identities of just healing from within and myself and so I finally stepped into a yoga studio which I'm going to plug it uh it's called the Wren's Nest actually it's in Dalton Georgia okay. it is this sweet like Dalton has nothing, but you go to this place and it's this beautiful little cabin and the people are so sweet and welcoming. And I remember seeing an email in my mom's folder and or in my her email folder and it said free 108 um, sun salutations for the summer solstice. And I just never felt comfortable going to practice in front of people and with people but I just was so in that state of desperation I was like I just need something Mm -hmm. and I remember I felt so lost and so hopeless walking into that space and my mom couldn't go with me and my sister so it was just me alone and I was welcomed to these people I didn't even know and we were all doing our sun A's in different ways. One lady was just sitting meditating. One was a little girl, you know, helping count the beads for everyone we did. You know, some kept going, some took breaks. And it just gave me this feeling that we're all these beautiful, messy humans figuring it out together in this space on our mats in our own unique way. Um, and that started my journey into, I feel like I am supposed to help bring more of this to the world Mm -hmm. and so that's where I started entering the space of maybe I can I can teach this maybe I'm part Mm -hmm. of part of my path is to share and so that was what sparked me into teaching um but yeah and I think you had one more question (laughs) what what is this style of yoga that you teach low okay so um it's funny I trained at Southern Soul for my 200 and I trained with um Heather and Sarah if anyone listening or I know y'all know them Mm -hmm. um and they are like power baptiste very yeah. like sharp yeah. alignment mm-hmm. and also i had madia a uh, cord in there mm-hmm. with us mm-hmm. and she's more like the fluid energy and she's yeah. actually the reason why i i went to see that training because i got i just taught to uh, excuse me i took a class from her first yeah. 
And so I was like, oh, and then brought me in. So I was thinking coming out that I was going to be this alignment, like power. (laughs) I've never taught a power class in my life. (laughs) And so I am um, super soft, super gentle. It is if I had to classify it, it'd be more on the yin restore side, mm-hmm. um, though I weave in, you know, my own what I call poetic meditations. I do like really nourishing, like really if I had to describe it, it's just like nourishing mm-hmm. is the way I teach. Mm-hmm. I want it to be nourishing not only for the physical and the mental and the emotional, but for the spiritual as well. So um, that's how I describe it. I love that. And that's such a perfect segue into we're going to talk about you being an Enneagram too. Yes. And nourishing would be a great word for a yoga teacher who's an Enneagram too. They love to impart wisdom because, Mm -hmm. you know, our talk Mm -hmm. style is health and advice and they like to nurture people. So a lot of Enneagram twos are great at Mm -hmm. yin and restorative teaching. Mm -hmm. I mean, they could do anything, but they're going to be nourishing and nurturing whatever style that they teach. And so you are an Enneagram two. So how (laughs) did you discover the Enneagram and what have you learned about yourself on this pathway? So, um, Prior to running my own business, I was one of the directors for the Center for Mindful Living here in mm-hmm. town, and mm-hmm. we miss it so much. So a moment for the center. Oh, what I a great life so they, they have been in Chattanooga. I miss them too. They're so special. But we're all, what I have to say is we are all uniquely doing our work to in the world to carry it forward. I really see that. And we're still yeah. here, guys. We're still here in different ways. Yeah. Um, but we used to actually do Enneagram workshops there. Oh, okay. So we had someone come up from Atlanta, and she would run them, and they were a hit. People love the Enneagram, which I can see why, mm-hmm. because it teaches you so much. Um, so that's where I heard of it. I had actually no idea what it was before. Um, and then through that process, I learned that I was a two. Mm-hmm. Um, and from what I understand about my two, like you just shared, I think what I learned most about myself was it just gave me like this permission of like oh yeah that's just how I am and I didn't have to like sidestep it or like pretend I wasn't or be ashamed of what I was like when I get into more of my shadow side or whatever it is Mm -hmm. but um I think I what I really loved about it it just um named stuff for me that maybe I didn't know that that's who I am and Mm -hmm. and naming it Mm -hmm. um I think one thing that it does help me do is when I notice, I notice more clearly now when I'm swaying into, you know, how much of it is of service and, you know, the nurturing and then when do I get too far into people pleasing and like mm-hmm. no boundaries, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, like mm-hmm. finding that healthy too, I think is what I've learned the most about myself, mm-hmm. if that makes yeah. sense. I will say one of the things about you is you are very creative and you're very introspective and the two, as you know, goes to the four Mm. when they're in health and the four is very philosophical and introspective Mm. and creative and knows how to slow down and do yen and restorative. So I, I do feel like you are a healthy two. I mean, you've been working on yourself 
you know, like you said, doing that spiritual work since you were at least 19. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, you've been nurturing that four energy inside of you. Yes. And um, I, I really appreciate that about you, and it comes through in your poetry. Oh. So, yeah. Thank you yeah. so much for yeah. naming that. That's really sweet. Yeah. Yeah. I, I agree. And um, a quick plug for your classes. So if you are in Chattanooga or you visiting mm-hmm. Chattanooga, yes. so... I would describe your classes very safe, mm, like the, the, the environment, mm-hmm. and I feel like today, like a lot of people don't feel safe, just mm-hmm. just being and doing and all the things that we have to endure and process, but once you step into that space that you hold, mm-hmm. you, it just feels very safe and inviting. Mm, I think that's a gift you know and that's even if you're not into yoga and this is your very first time uh just to experience that I feel is tremendous that is real I'm that just fills me up because that's Mm -hmm. really important to me Mm -hmm. because I think for a long time I didn't think I would feel safe practicing in community right Mm -hmm. and to make sure whoever comes through the door and lands in my class Mm -hmm. to know that like this is just your space. Like, you can take what you want and leave what you don't. Like, I literally open my class with permission of, like, I always say this. If you land in something and you love it and you want to hang out there well beyond what I'm saying, Mm -hmm. please stay. If you land in something that is not supportive to who you are today, any level of who you are today, just say, I'm not doing it. And just Mm -hmm. do your own thing. Or if you need adjustments call me over or like anything that feels I I want it to feel when you come to my class like that permission slip to just just be yeah you know mm-hmm. without having to perfect anything yeah. without having to succeed at yoga mm-hmm. without having to get it right or wrong and instead just just be with yourself and know that you're held you're held mm-hmm. to do that in this moment mm-hmm. you're held by your literal practice you're held by me you're held by these members of community who showed up at the same time as you and so um that's very important to me and so the fact that it's translating mm-hmm. always feels so wonderful to get that mm-hmm. um resonance back so thank you for sharing of that course. well mm-hmm. christy is always amazes me with finding the right quote for the right moment out of her head <laughs> and i'm gonna do the same this one time this oh, one time because i it. never remember anything <laughs> So your classes, to me, remind me of the quote by Jeff Cornfield, whom I love, I and love. I quote him, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. I mean, and I've said, but he writes, may you accept yourself exactly as you are. Mm. May you be loving, may mm. you be free, may you be at peace. Oh, I love mm. that. And I feel all of that when I come to your class. Oh, mm. my gosh. I have to hold. I'm right? holding Kat's hand now. Right? I have to. Seriously. So but I mean, I mean it from the bottom of my heart, and that is hard to find. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much. And I love that quote. You're going to have to send me that. Oh, you got it. I got <laughs> I love the screenshot. It. That's perfect. <laughs> I really appreciate you sharing yeah. that. And it's truly, honestly, a gift for myself to know, especially like, y'all, I used to go to Kat's class pre-pandemic mm-hmm. every Saturday. Mm-hmm. And you have a way of, you too have a way of creating safety. And I think 
the way you also do it is in is in fun and play Mm -hmm. and it feels really nurturing to Mm -hmm. my soul in different ways Mm -hmm. and you know so for me it's always a gift and and like truly an honor when I hear people who are walking alongside of me on Mm -hmm. this path and people who are doing the same work like we build each other up and you see me and I see you in our own unique way. And so, um, it's an honor to be able for myself to serve those who have so, so, um, dearly have held and supported Mm -hmm. me. So Mm -hmm. thank you. That's beautiful. (laughs) Well, I want to ask you about your work some more. Okay. So, um, I know that you have a website and it is under the process of getting finessed and renewed and all the things. And I also know that you're very passionate about chill yoga and mentoring and poetry. Mm -hmm. So I want to talk about that. Sure. Mm -hmm. And um, what I would love for you to share with us is what led you to create that body of work. Mm-hmm. that you have mm-hmm. and also um when we were to backtrack it a little bit so the 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 way the process works for christy and i is we always talk to um our guests about what they're passionate about because mm-hmm. we wanted to be collaborative process to find a subject that we would interview yes. about and while we were landing on a particular topic this topic with you lo um we were talking about stillness, solitude, and silence. I know it. <laughs> and I know you have a poem about that. Yes. So if you wouldn't mind sharing that as well. Sure. Okay. Awesome. Sure. Okay. Um, we'll, we'll start with what Unusually Free is all about. Okay. So um, the brand that I've created is called Unusually Free. And I was actually talking to my fiance, Sam. And every time I like try to explain what Unusually Free is, I feel like I'm this long, rambly, like long-winded long thing. It's um, but I wanted to just share where I got the name from because people are always like, Unusually Free, that's like an interesting, unusual name. And um, during that time, I was just explaining how I was in Atlanta and I was starting to feel the rumbles of burnout coming and the stuckness coming. Um, I decided to create an anonymous blog because I just needed to express and write, but I was like, I'm like super introverted. And so like to have my name associated with my writing did not come until way later. Mm. And so um, there was this quote I found and it had something along the lines of, how lucky to be so unusually free. Mm -hmm. And it was just this like exhale of remembrance for me. Mm -hmm. Like, even if I feel stuck right now, even if life is happening, even, you know, when shit hits the fan, Mm -hmm. like I have this, this touchstone, which is uniquely mine and my source of freedom from within. Mm -hmm. And so as I started to move in the way, when I left the center, I left, it was hard to leave the center. That was my baby, but I could no longer deny like the whispers of my heart that said, you need to go and and take these further. You need to go and teach and you need to go do these things. And I was scared, Mm -hmm. but when I was trying to think, okay, what will I want it to be called? Like unusually free just has been with me for like eight years, Mm -hmm. you know? So Mm -hmm. I was like, I'm going to dive into that. Um, and really a lot of the work I do and what I really want to share is that for me to live unusually free is to help people on their journey 
to touch back into their inner knowingness, to touch back into their trust, to touch back into their inner resources that can guide them and carry them through, and to really help people to remember who they are beneath the noise. Mm -hmm. And that's why when I um, say like chill yoga, it's Mm -hmm. because it's literally like, we're just chilling out Mm -hmm. and stripping away the noise around us and getting still and coming back home and just remembering who we are and how to live from that truth. And we all have our own unique, unusual, beautiful path towards that freedom and what freedom means for ourselves. And so on my new website, coming soon, um, I have it bucketed um, where I have freedom for the self, and that is all the yoga offerings I do. So I teach at um, Southern Soul Weekly. I have my own virtual class called Breathing Space. Um, I do private sessions and you know, I love being out in the community. I do corporate yoga. I teach at Notre Dame, the yoga education mm-hmm. curriculum right now. I'm kind of all over. You need me, I'm there kind of thing. But <laughs> that helper in you, Exactly, right? I'm there. The helper's here. <laughs> Don't fear. Um, but it's that, that remembering that essence of you, and it's really about the practice of you, and it's not my agenda. It's, it's just me helping scaffold and support what you need. And then I have um, Freedom for the Heart, and this is gonna be my new thing coming, and it's for yoga teachers with a dream. And so it's those who may be new on the path and want help with deeper embodiment, finding their voice, finding their path on the, on the journey ahead, building confidence, but also I have a background in marketing and PR and writing and somehow website development now and like all these like jacks of all trades, master a few, but also helping them build a brand around how they want to express themselves in the world um, so that they can share their gifts and confident, like feeling confident doing so. And then I have a section called Freedom for the Soul, which are my poetry and it's just a soft space to land in poetic rememberings to feed your soul when you need it most so that is kind of the heart of what unusually free is all about (laughs) i love that yeah i love how tied it is to your story too i mean that you were kind of in bondage to work and live in that sort of atlanta city Mm fast-paced life Mm -hmm. and you had to stop and you had to. to be still and then that's where you found freedom was in the stillness. Yes. And that's powerful how what your company is so connected to your story. Yes, and it's so funny. And actually, I'll, I'll pull it up now. Um, when we were talking, like I wrote it. So there was a time and it might still be happening. But on Instagram, like micro poems were very a thing where it's just like short little to the point. And then you can I, I'm elaborate. If you read any of my stuff on Instagram, it's like long, you know, <laughs> but I elaborate there. But um, this is a little tiny micro poem I called soul cultivation. And it was just these are what I was doing during this time of that year of healing. And it's really simple. It's just in stillness, self care, in solitude, self-acceptance, and in silence, self-compassion. And I was finding on my journey, I was engaging in a lot more stillness, solitude, and um, silence. And from that, I was finding these pieces of myself again. I was caring for myself in a different way. I was accepting where I was. I mean, there were some nights where my brain would literally tell me, if you fall asleep tonight, you will not wake up. You will stop breathing. That's how much... Um, I was so high in anxiety, exactly. Um, 
finding that acceptance and just honoring where I was and knowing I'll get through it and that compassion for just like oh you you need to be taken care of Mm -hmm. and it's okay right now Mm -hmm. so um that's where that came from Mm -hmm. and so when we were talking about this theme it was Mm -hmm. just like y'all I literally have to tell you (laughs) this is my life we're talking about we're gonna be talking about so uh it was perfect I love that I love that well um we are going to be talking about this theme of silence, solitude, and stillness. Mm-hmm. And it's interesting how that correlates with the Enneagram to the three centers of intelligence. Yes. The head, the heart, and the body triad. So the head triad needs to learn to, to find silence, to mm-hmm. silence the mind. You know, for the, for the five, it's all about learning, and they have to kind of find, you know, that balance that life is not just about the head center and not just about learning, that it's about other things. For the six, planning those worst case scenarios and they have to learn to kind of silence that fear, right? Mm -hmm. And then for the seven, what's next? What's the next thing on the agenda? And they have to learn to get grounded and they do that through learning to find that deep silence within. Mm -hmm. Um, And then for the heart triad, it's about solitude, that glory of being alone. Mm -hmm. I love that kind of definition of Mm -hmm. solitude, the glory of being alone. And so for our type, you know, we are so relational as to so connected to the world to kind of find just the joy of, of being alone. And we can find that that aloneness I think through yoga in community as well so you can go I can go deeply into myself and yet still be sharing um, the energy of those in the room and receiving from them but for for a two to experience the solitude whether that's in community or by themselves I think is powerful Um, the three is the busy workaholic and Mm. they need to learn how to find um, that solitude and the glory of being alone um, and, and the four needs to learn that as well because so often they're very self-interested, but when they can find his glory in the solitude, that, that's life-giving to the four. Um, and then for the body center, that's our eight, our nine, and our one, um, to be still begins and ends with the body, and they need to learn how to just slow down their bodies and to find that stillness. And that rest, yes. which would make restorative or yin, mm-hmm. all, all those, particularly the eights and ones, they need to go find some restorative yoga with, with low. <laughs> um, so I know, like you just said, that solitude, silence, and stillness are just imperative in your own life. Um, can you talk with us about that, um, how they inform your own life, the gift of solitude, s- silence, and stillness? Oh, yeah. I think after for so long like I it's not that they have never not been part of my practice in life Mm -hmm. you know what I mean Mm -hmm. like even like from a young age like I found it through creating art through writing I was very much like after school I would go to my grandma's and I would like write stories and draw and like I loved it I loved it Mm -hmm. and I still do these things um but now it's it's more of a non-negotiable if that makes mm-hmm. sense like before it was like it would just come and then life got really busy as i started adulting where it was like if i touch into them great you know but now it's like if i don't find essence of all three of those in my day and my daily 
way of being, mm-hmm. then, like, I'm not functioning as strongly, <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? Like, they are the through lines, the threads um, that weave my whole being right mm-hmm. now. And I... Um, I utilize them in different ways and I know we'll probably touch on different practice and stuff, but just like from just the, the smallest thing, like even if I take three minutes to just have like a little bit of space Mm -hmm. and have a little bit of time in my own little, I have a little yoga studio room in my house now, um, to just be and just know that like, if it doesn't happen first thing in the morning, it's usually my goal. Wake up, go do that. But like mm-hmm. today I had a busy morning. But before I came here, I made sure I touched touch them, you know, in some capacity. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so I think they just they are my life at this point. Without them, I don't know where I would really be. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I do I want to say just because listeners of the Enneagram who might really know the Enneagram well might be thinking um Laura Lauren sounds a little bit, or Lo sounds a little bit like a, a four, because you, you're very creative, but I, I want to bring that back to um, the motivations, mm. and the motivation for the two, you know, is helping and yes. nurturing others, yes. and the motivation for the four is often being unique or different, and there's many motivations for the two and the four, but I'm also an introverted too, and mm-hmm. um, and I, there's lots of practices that I have that involve silence and creativity, but I'm still a two, yes. and so I just want to bring that up, that being an introverted two is actually rare. Okay. M- more often than not, twos mm-hmm. are extroverted, so we're kind of a, a rare breed, but it happens, and it's all about what motivates us, so yeah, and I just want to say that. It's funny that you mentioned that, because... Um, well, as you were saying that, I was really thinking, like, why is it that, like, this is so important to me? Like, the stillness, the silence, um, the solitude. It's because when I can fill my cup up first, I can better serve. Yeah. Like, literally, that yeah. is why. Yeah. Like, if I don't drop in and become embodied within self and mm-hmm. touch in on, like, what's my truth and touch in on to, like, my essence then I, one, I, I don't feel like I can serve authentically. Mm-hmm. And two, I get really depleted fast while serving because I am an introvert, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. And so I have to, yeah. I have to. And as soon as I started prioritizing things like my practice and, you know, time for myself and creativity and stuff, that is when the work I did with the world just like blossomed mm-hmm. because I started with self. Mm-hmm. But that is the underlying intention. Still, so yeah. I am a two, guys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But I just wanted to say that because I do think a lot of people listen yes. and go, are you sure she's not a four? But it really is about motivations. And you said that beautifully. Like, your motivation is to serve. And I have to, as a fellow, too, I have to say to myself, Christy, you cannot give from an empty vessel. Like, so I have true. to say that again and again. And and I can deplete myself um, pretty quickly, um, and I have to keep coming back to that intention every day to receive. Um, so, yeah. yeah. Here's, here's one's observation. So I know <laughs> y'all's love word is servitude. Mm-hmm. I get it. Mm-hmm. Don't relate to it all the time, but I understand it. Uh-huh. Here's what I think is super cool. In American society, and, you know, I've, I'm from Russia, born and raised, but I lived here most of my life. I went to school here, college, got a job, uh, family, children, whatnot. Uh, in American society, that 
pathway, the box of mm -hmm. what you're supposed to do is so uh, spelled out. Mm -hmm. And it's so rigid mm -hmm. and it's so unforgiving. So you go to school, you go to college, yep. you get a job, you get a condo, you yep. climb the career ladder, yada, yada, yada. Um, and what I find so cool, the fact that you were able, and I cannot imagine how scary it would have been, to step out of that box mm. and still... And I know you were doing the servitude when you were working in Atlanta, but I think right now it is so much more impactful. Yes. Wouldn't you agree? Oh, yes. And it doesn't have to be in what society tells mm -hmm. you you should do. Absolutely. And how you should serve and how you should make a mark in this world and how you should share your gifts. Absolutely. Right? And what I love about these conversations you just never know what would land with somebody mm -hmm. and we might never know unless somebody reaches out and say oh my god when i heard you say that yep. but i hope whoever's listening who feels stuck mm -hmm. and they just and they're moving into direction that is ails them mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. to find the courage to yes. even consider yes. that i can still do what motivates me yes just in a different way yes don't you think oh my gosh it's so possible and if you asked me this if you would have told me five mm. years ago yeah lauren you are going to leave this big corporate job mm -hmm. you're going to let go of everything that you've been working towards and everything people have hold you to work towards mm -hmm. you are going to get really sick for a year but you're going to come out the other side and it's going to be so much better i would never have believed him i would never have believed anybody who told mm -hmm. shy introverted little low mm -hmm. that you are going to stand and teach two people to a hundred people mm -hmm. you know mm -hmm. and you yeah. are going to share and you are going to help and you're going to do it in these ways that really light you up and fill you up and I think that's like why I love the work I do especially when it comes to one not only just working with individuals who want to touch back in with that essence but fellow yoga teachers on the path who know they have these gifts but there is something, a limiting belief maybe, a right. stuckness or mm -hmm. something that they feel like, who am I to share? And there's too many yoga teachers yeah. and someone so already has that idea. Mm -hmm. And I just want to share like, it's a greater disservice to the world to not move forward mm -hmm. on your heart's desires. Yeah. It's a great, mm -hmm. you are here for a reason. And I like to think of yoga teachers in relation to like doctors. Do you know how many doctors we have in this world? Mm -hmm. And not one doctor says, you know what? There's just too many pediatricians. Mm -hmm. I don't think uh -huh. I'm gonna do mm -hmm. it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like there's so many more doctors in this world doing the same thing than there are yoga teachers. And so I'm always like, you guys, like we, there's a reason why. Yeah. And it's scary to follow that reason why sometimes mm -hmm. because it's vulnerable to say, here's my truth and I'm ready to share it and I hope someone accepts it. That's another big one. But when you're not, and I, when I was really meditating on like, okay, why did I really get so burnt out? Like mm -hmm. I had some tools, like what is the deal? And a big part of it was because I was allowing myself to stay stuck out of alignment with my truth. Mm -hmm. And as soon as it clicked and I was like, oh no, I've just got to do this. Like the it was so loud that I could no longer say, shh, 
I don't need to do this. No, I don't need to be seen. Oh, I can't teach like all the things we tell ourselves. I can't put my name against these words and let people know that I wrote them. Mm -hmm. And as soon as I just step one step closer, once one little thing at a time, it just opened up, Mm -hmm. you know, and you get that affirmation from those around you who support you that saying like, yes, yes, this resonated. And I've always said, if my work can resonate with one person and it starts the ripple, we've done our job. Mm -hmm. So I really think there's so much truth in everything you were just saying, Kat, Mm -hmm. about that being in the box and like what is right outside of it that is your truth, Mm -hmm. you know? And how can you get it? One step. Yeah, I love that. That reminds me of the the new Christmas movie Spirited, which mm-hmm. has this song about Ripple. I don't know if you've I seen, seen it yet, it, but I need to. Now. Oh, it is so good. But like, that's the whole point of it is I that like you're that. here to ripple. Like, there, well, there's several points in that movie. It's it's very heartwarming. I think any Enneagram two would love it. Okay. But yeah, we're here to ripple. We're here to be a light. We're here to find our meaning and purpose. And mm-hmm. like Kat said, we can like go down this path of the should, mm-hmm. and this is what you're supposed to do, and this is the American dream to work 60 hours a week and, and kill yourself, mm-hmm. or you can find what brings you light and, and ways to offer and serve and um, with, within limits, right? Like yeah. where you're not hurting yourself. Yeah. Where, um, and so that's beautiful, and you certainly are doing that. We're so proud of you again to be so to be so young and to not I was just thinking like Oprah probably is going to call her before she calls us (laughs) and then they would be like but we had her first we had her first (laughs) we had her first Renee Brown might have you one day but we we had her first yeah this is my first one she's special and unique yeah 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 yeah. that would be my that's like my five-year plan like (laughs) Oprah will be on the top of my list (laughs) That is funny. What a dream. Lo Clifford has graciously offered one of her poems that we'll use for our meditation today. So stay tuned after this word from our sponsor, and we'll share a meditation uh, based on her poem. For our meditation today, we're simply going to pair breath with one of Lowe's poems. And again, you can find her poems on Instagram at Unusually Free and also check out her website, unusuallyfree.com. Find your breath in and a breath out. And stay with the rhythm of the breath throughout this meditation. I remembered the beauty of solitude as I sat with my very own breath, a place to rediscover how only you can feel the distance between the cracks of your heart, those gaps of wonder that leave you wide awake. In stillness, we meet ourselves again, the space where all the truths you seek already reside, be here and breathe. Unravel any hidden pockets of fear you hold tensely in the very fibers of your muscles. Feel the lightness within, the weight of your bones. Understand the rhythms that are your own, for here lies the answers 
you search for beyond the softness of your skin. As a blanket of silence guides you towards knowing you've already arrived when you melt into the present moment and pause time to feel again. One more breath in. Exhale out through the mouth. Prayer hands may come to your heart. Namaste.